friend was broke. She didn't know what to do or where to turn. I'm Nora Ellen. The reason I began this podcast called Women Starting Over is to help women like my friend who find themselves in financial hardship, like divorce, or lost their job or went bankrupt, or maybe, sadly, their husband passed away. You will love these real-life stories of my guests of how they went from being broke to hope to financial success. If she can do it, so can you. Here we go. Hello, my sister. I have good news for you. A lot of good news. Did you know that high-earning women were not born that way? No, they weren't. They didn't just come out of their mother's womb knowing how to make six figures or a million a year in what they're doing for income. They didn't, which is good news for you, right? They weren't born with the knowledge, with the understanding, with the guts, with the courage. (laughs) No, they weren't. And that's wonderful for you to know. What's the difference between high-earning women and women that are not high-earning? And high-earning can be a little relative, right? What's high-earning to you? That's a good test for you to figure out Where do I get a little nervous when it comes to my earning potential, which I will talk about in a future episode. For today, though, I'm going to talk about how even high-earning women can have fear. And right now, there is a lot of fear still in the world with the pandemic, depending where you live. How are you addressing fear in your life? Because you're going to face fear. There are different kinds of fear. What do you do when you run into fear, when you face fear? Are you one that we call it fight, flight, or freeze? (laughs) I think I tend to be a little more on the freeze part. Now, as I said, there are different kinds of fear. There's the fear of a natural disaster coming. That's different. You see a tornado hurricane, there's an earthquake. That's a different kind of fear. Or sadly, those of you who have lived through war or maybe are in a war right now, there is romantic fear, the fear of the one you love leaving, or maybe the fear that you will never find romantic love. There is fear of family, something tragic happening to them. Or how about the fear of sickness, which is affecting people, as you know, the fear of never getting well, the fear of, which I have been vulnerable with you before, I've had the fear of, oh, what if I become incapacitated and my kids have to take care of me? That's a a fear that I've worked through in my life. And then What pertains to us, especially in this podcast, since this podcast is about empowering you around money, business, income, and wealth, so that you can be a business owner or work up, going up the ladder in your company, be an entrepreneur, even without a college degree or formal education. I'm helping you become rich in every way. So as a female, you can leave a legacy for those who come after you and be even a living legacy 
while you are alive. So a fear that I'm going to focus on today is the fear of lack, the fear of poverty, the fear of scarcity, which is basically a fear of suffering, which I've shared with you. I've learned a lot about myself during this pandemic with, wow, I'm afraid to suffer, to suffer not really actually with sickness, but more with lack. Even though God has provided for me all the days of my life, it's a fear based on, we've heard it, fear is something that I think 98% of our fears don't even come true. And it's something appearing real that is not. Then there is what I call atmospheric fear. Atmospheric. What is that, Nora? Well, you can sometimes sense the fear around you during this pandemic. People are doing some unusual things, whether you agree or not. Some people are getting vaccinated out of fear, some people for different reasons, and some people don't want to be vaccinated out of fear. It's around us. So like during a war or natural disaster, there will be fear in the atmosphere. There's things in the atmosphere that we can't always see with our eyes, right? Or hear with our ears. Even the five senses don't touch it, but it's real. Like love, right? Love is something that's kind of, it's invisible, but it's there. Or when you consider the wind, we can't see the wind. We can only see the results of it, but it is there. And we have to realize what fear is coming from within me and what fear is kind of out there that I'm letting overtake me because I'm listening to a certain narrative. If you're tuning into the news a lot, sometimes there's what I call overreporting of a situation that can cause fear mongering. And sadly, the media in this day and age is, in my opinion, become too much of a, of a tabloid more than just reporting what's happening. It's, it seems like they want to manipulate our emotions. Even social media can do that in different ways. You go on social media, no matter what, you're going to be kind of bombarded <laughs> with the COVID situation. That is atmospheric. All right, those are the different kinds of fear. And you want to be aware of what fears you have in your life, what on this list you struggle with the most that you want to get over. But we will focus on income here in a lot of ways. We do know that how you're brought up can really impact the kind of fears that you have in your life. We pick up our parents' fears, maybe fear of lack again or poverty. Maybe you had a parent that struggled with sickness or other things like that. And it does impact our identity. Oftentimes, these fears that we grow up with get buried later in our subconscious. Our conscious mind throws off these fears into the subconscious, and the subconscious mind is not rational. <laughs> Basically, it's not going to say, hey, don't worry, you're going to be okay. And our conscious mind tends to want to protect us from anything risky, whether it's physical or anything else. We want to definitely be aware of that. And it's really good to be able to 
pinpoint your fears. Admit your fears with God and to a friend who's going to listen, not tell you how to think, not tell you how to feel, don't say to you, it's not realistic. You've heard of fear is false evidence appearing real, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. We know we do have a lot of that in our culture right now. What you want to do is to have a plan. Have a plan when fears start to come up in your in your life and in your mind. Be girded up ahead of time for what are you going to think because that is your beautiful organ that God gave you to face fear. Have an antidote. One of the best antidotes of fear is gratitude. It is thanksgiving. It's appreciation for what you do have, for how good things have gone for you in your life. That's step number one in your plan is to thank God for everything you're grateful for and even things that you know are coming to you. Did you know that the Bible says fear not 365 times? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's like one verse a day that you can go to to be at peace because God never planned for you. He doesn't want you to be afraid. He does not want you to have fears. And he's given us plenty of ways to know not to be afraid. The sun comes up every day, right? It's always a new day every day. The Bible even says his mercies are new every day. And I'm going to read some of my favorite Bible verses to you. Close your eyes, relax, and let this touch your heart. This is Isaiah 41.10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Have I not commanded you? This is from Joshua 1.9. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Deuteronomy 1.8. This is one of my favorite verses, and I will often say this out loud when I'm on my way to some place where I need a little more courage. If I'm going to a speaking appointment or going to get a new contract, a new client, something exciting, the Lord himself goes before you and be, will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. And this is from 1 Timothy 1.7, a great one. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. This comes from 1 Peter 5.6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion for someone to devour. Resist him, 
standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. And then this one from Matthew 6. Matthew 6, that chapter is really a great chapter. It talks about giving to the poor and needy. And if you don't know how to pray, that's where Jesus told us how to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That's where that is. It says, and starting verse 25, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You have little faith that he loves so much. So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all such things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. So God gives us grace just for one day. And that's the thing about fear. It's more about worrying what's coming. What's coming? Here's some beautiful ones from Psalms. 78:53. He guided them safely so they were not afraid. Psalm 91. That is one of the best chapters to read every day to build up your faith when it comes to being healthy. It says, you will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness. That's just one little clip. It starts out with, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty God. This is Psalm ninety-four, nineteen. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. Psalm one eighteen six. the Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. No, God loves you. He has a plan for your life. He does, my friend. And the plan is that every day of the year you have a scripture and Bible verse to help you. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And have a plan where you have a Bible verse in front of you. Journal. Journal any fears that you have. Get them out. Get them out of you. I am afraid of. This is what I'm scared of. I am so afraid that this might happen. And then just journal. If it does, then what? But then go on to journal. This is how I can help me, though. I have God. I have my friends. I have support. 
I have things I can do. And God has given me not a spirit of fear, but a power of love and a sound mind. You have a sound mind to get over fears. And I don't know about you, my friend, but I do believe there is a devil in this world, Satan. You see it. Look at the genocides in history. Look at what we do to one another on a daily basis. Me first, me first. Something as little as that. Or some of the horrific crimes going on right now, like Seth's trafficking or murder or even what's going on in Hollywood, all the violent movies that we watch. I don't know. Why do we watch violent movies? Would that not make us scared? <laughs> you know, I think we're unrealistically scared about being robbed or things like that because of what we watch and what we listen to. So guide your guard, guide, yes, guide and guard your eye gate, what you watch, what you listen to. Don't expose yourself to negative things. What what do they do for you? Does that enhance your life? <laughs> Some of these movies, does it make you a better person? Does it help you gain more income? And you, we call them escape movies, but not really. I think we're impacted by everything we see <laughs> one way or another. We are impacted. And you know, it's easier to be pulled down than pulled up. Make sure that you have things in front of you that you look at, like out of the Bible, or what do you listen to? There's wonderful songs to help you be at peace, knowing you have a good future and God is going to take care of you. There's a song called No Longer a Slave to Fear that's put out by Bethel Music, and one I have really enjoyed lately. It's called The Goodness of God. And the song sings about how God's goodness runs after you. Now, this doesn't mean that upsetting things or bad things will happen to you because we do know evil and and sickness is in the world. But Jesus says he has overcome the world and he has given us what we need to be overcomers. So the next time you are feeling fear, have your plan. Start being grateful. Think of all the things that you can thank God for. Be grateful for, thankful for. It lifts your mood. It gets your mind off what you're afraid of, which is probably something unrealistic, hasn't happened to you. Knowing things can turn around. There is support for you. I've written a lot about that in my book. I have a chapter called The Help You Didn't Know You Have. So you will love reading that. I'm going to do pre-sales pretty soon. I will tell you how to do that. When you go on my website to buy the book ahead of time, I, from what I'm hearing, I think it's going to sell pretty well and the books are going to sell pretty fast. That is what I want to share with you. Don't be afraid, my friend. Don't let fear guide you, lead you. You can overcome fear and you can battle fear. Now, there is some healthy fear like we do know. We are going to need to work to put food on the table. <laughs> so we, we, we do work out of that kind of, well, if I don't work, this could happen kind of fear, which kind of can push us on to some good things. 
there's places where we probably should be fearful <laughs> where we're not fearful. Right now, I it just saddens me that here in America, a lot of people have not gone back to work since the pandemic. They haven't. And it's sad because they have not realized the benefit of working. We're created to work, to create, to innovate, to improve, to help other people. And it's sad they're really only hurting themselves and then living off of government money, which is my money, your money. It's taxpayer money. I don't like the philosophy of that. There is a time to do that which I have addressed in this podcast before. There have been women on this podcast that did have to go on welfare for a time. That's what it's there for, for a time. Not to take advantage, not to become lazy and slothful. That is the worst thing you can do to yourself. And it doesn't produce joy in you, peace, health. It doesn't because that is not what you are made for. How do you help someone that's struggling with fear? First of all, listen to them. Be someone that they feel safe with. When they're talking to you, look at them in in the eyes. Or if you're on the phone, listen. But listen undistractedly. People know when maybe you haven't said anything or whatever, but they know when you're not listening. Don't watch TV while you're listening to somebody. The best gift you can give is listening. I think one reason people are fearful today is they don't know who to turn to, where to go. They don't know God loves them and has a great plan for their lives. They don't know that they are worth loving and caring for. So be that person that can help others with their fear. Share your story, your glory story. I know there's good things that have happened to you in your life. Share those stories. Maybe times you have been afraid, but you were able to overcome that fear and press through it. It just takes courage. It takes telling your mind, no, we're not going to think that today. That's not helpful at all. We're going to be courageous. We're going to have faith to overcome this. And faith starts with hope. And hope is another wonderful way. And faith to break through your fears. Give people hope that need it. And I don't mean false hope and flattery, but first listen to them and then ask questions. Don't try to fix them. Don't give them advice <laughs> unless they ask for it, but make sure it's your the advice you give is coming from your own story. It's easy to tell people what to do, but When you share your story of being victorious or overcoming, and you have them, you have them in your life. Yes, you do. (laughs) You're listening to this podcast, aren't you? (laughs) So that's a good place of victory because you know you're going to hear what you need to hear to become stronger, more brave, more courageous, less fearful, more hopeful, more faith-filled. Yes, you're being filled with faith, hope, and love through this podcast. Faith, another antidote to fear. Faith that God has good plans for you. Faith that things are going to get better. You're going to have the ideas you need to start over. You're going to have the guts that you need to go to your boss for a raise, for a promotion. 
And the thing about faith, courage, or bravery, it doesn't always feel strong. I remember when my daughter Jewel became ill with lupus, and I was just telling her, we are going to believe God's going to heal you. And he has done healing in her life. She now just had her third baby girl. (laughs) I'm going to go see my new Brinley Joy was born three weeks ago today, and I get to go see her tomorrow. I'm really excited about that. God does heal. And I told her, all right, we're going to believe, we're going to grab onto faith that God is going to heal you and he's going to give the wisdom. What do we need to do to be healed? And God heals just miraculously, boom, just like that. And God heals on a journey. Sometimes we go on a journey to healing, depending on our lives, what we believe, the plans that God has for us, and all his plans are good. And I know I've talked about God a lot on this episode, and because he's the best antidote to fear, my friend, he is, (laughs) because he did not create fear. No, he didn't. And having faith, faith for your future, listening to God, what his good plans are for your life. You know, he's the best entrepreneur and business owner that ever lived. (laughs) He's the one that created all the beauty about us. He created the gold. He created the silver, all the gemstones, (laughs) oil in the earth. So he has given us so many resources for our benefit and for us to enjoy. So grabbing onto faith when you're in a place of fear, and it starts with hope. What do you hope for yourself? What are your goals that you are writing down? And one of the best references to faith I know is, now faith is the substance of things we hope for, the things that we cannot see. That's out of the Bible again, Hebrews (laughs) 11.1. If you've never read the Bible, I would encourage you, read it. Start with the book of John in the New Testament. Faith. Having faith. Be a woman of faith. Be the woman that people turn to because they need faith. They need to get over fears because that's how you are. You have a choice. Isn't that wonderful? Just like I said at the beginning of this episode, you have a choice. You can be fearful or faithful. You have a choice. Just like women who are high earners now, we've made a choice, many choices. We're going to go for it. We're going to learn. We're going to get the knowledge. We're going to be around the people who are where we want to be. Put your mind on that. Where do you want to end up? How do you want to be? Not fearing that you're not going to get there. Fear pulls down. Faith pulls you up. Faith hope, and love strengthen you. Another good antidote to fear, get your mind off yourself. (laughs) There's plenty of people who need help in this world. (laughs) Make sure you are serving and you are loving others. When our minds are on ourselves, that's when fear can creep in in some different ways. But when our minds are not on ourselves and they're on uplifting other people, strengthening them, encouraging them, and we actually do that through our careers. We do that through income because what is income? Well, that is about helping. (laughs) Whether you own your own business, you're helping people with your health and wellness product, 
you're helping people with insurance, with real estate, with fashion, with beauty. There's a lot of different ways that we help people in this life. Thank you for listening. Remember, my friend, fear not. See you next time. Bye. Well, my friend, thank you for letting me be with you today. Please leave a review so that women that need help can find this podcast. I am Nora Ellen, 